Welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals to another wonderful episode of Those Damn Kids. I am your uh, obedient game master, Tyson Fraley, and I am happy to welcome back our wonderful cast of characters, our wonderful players, starring in the newest uh, hit comedy uh, police cop duo starring this uh, player and also a weird uh, Zool, half of a zebra, half of a uh, horse slash mule, question mark. It is Adam Honigman. Uh, hello, Disney. Call me up. I got the Turner and Hooch reboot you've been dying for. Next up, this player stars in a southern romance fashioned in in a uh, style reminiscent of a, of a classic Disney film, but instead of two dogs, it is uh, this... A gentleman and three grandfathers trying to figure out where their lost connection is uh nicknamed the lady and the gramps this is alex cruz i don't i don't even know where to go from there uh can, can i be the lady that was the point oh sick nice uh next up the much awaited sequel to the will smith starred uh movie gemini man uh, this next player stars in the uh, sequel where instead of a man facing off against himself to try to uh, determine who had duplicated his uh, DNA to create a super soldier, it instead tells the story of a woman desperately trying to find the drunk version of herself wandering the streets and being way too overdramatic. It is Leo Woman starring Grayson Roach. Hey everybody, I'm sick, I'm bloated, and I've got COVID! <laughs> last but certainly not least we have the drama of the century starring this uh this player and their famous scene with a pig screaming back and forth this is a butcher's story this is liz naveen is that the name of the movie is it a is it a biopic it's it's fa- it's famous with with Liz Nyveen looking at a pig and screaming at it like this is why our relationship doesn't work. Can can I can I be like um like Whiplash and the pig is a violinist? I mean, why not? And I throw the I throw a chair at it cuz I'm an abusive mentor and also we're on rollerblades. I was going to I thought you were going to make a babe reference, yeah. <laughs> with these wonderful shenanigans out of the way, let's dive into last week's uh, shenanigans with a little bit of a recap last time on those damn kids the party well they did a variety of things uh mainly they stole a generator from a massive tilling bot uh after successfully evading uh and somehow saving the farmer miller's uh marriage uh by re-sparking the romance the party was able to detach the main battery put it in the back of of your guys's car and begin driving away uh leaving olivier and kit to walk uh and baxter and jenny to drive off however while they were driving they were spotted by uh the sheriff they then sped off and while it was a very impressive speedy escape they attempted to drive into the forest crashing the vehicle and being captured by the sheriff at which point olivier and kit arrived back at mr mcpherson's place having no battery and no idea of where it went they quickly ran back found the battery were able to persuade the guy who was supposed to pick it up that they were actually working for the sheriff's department 
and then drove away with it, which point Baxter and Jenny were interrogated by the sheriff. Uh, they were both let off with a warning, and some tension was built between uh, Baxter and the sheriff about if the sheriff actually cared about the missing Riley or not. You guys then went back to Mr. McPherson's, plugged in the battery to Project Ravenwing. Uh, Rudy the rat, uh, while it was on, bit Kit's hand and dashed forward before, after it traveled through, transformed into none other than Charlie Carrington. And that is where we left off. As the machine is before you, and Charlie Carrington has just passed out on the ground. I run over to my, uh, my unconscious father. And I say to the group, in case they don't recognize him, which why would they? I say, that's my dad! As I point down to the unconscious man at my feet. I'm serious! And I get down and I try to like, and I try to like, like pinch his cheeks. Or, I, I don't know, like I pull out like a, like a bag of like rat, like, treats that I have and I shake I shake them I don't, I don't know I try these a myriad of things to wake him up as you run over to him flip him over you can see he's breathing there are a few flecks of gray and you also even see like a few of the hairs that kind of go across the side of his head still have that like brownish gray that Rudy's uh fur color had as that there's still that left behind kind of streak as you pinch the sides of his cheeks, uh, nothing happens really. He still remains unconscious. You shake the rat treats, and there is a moment where he's just kind of like, <laughs> and he immediately passes back out again. Mr. McPherson, hmm? do you have drugs that could help? Oh, I have so many. Coke. Do you have Coke? Oh, <laughs> do I have cocaine? <laughs> Mr. McPherson begins running over like a happy child, looks down towards Charlie pulls something from a side pouch, and slams it into Charlie's chest. Just stab an EpiPen into him, yeah. Is Charlie wearing clothes? Yeah, he is still he is still wearing his uh, full uniform. As the needle impacts, nothing happens for a moment before. Holy shit, 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 shit. Oh. As Charlie's eyes just flash open and he starts... Shaking for a moment. Just <coughs> it's me! And I run over and I gave him a big hug. Not caring how overwhelmed he is. Like not you caring you give him a hug as he can... Oh, 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 oh. Hey, 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 kitty cat. Yeah, hey, hey, these are my friends. Uh, you can meet them as a man now. Um, this is Olivia. He's super into theater. Um, and he's pretty good at talking to people. And somebody else is really good at talking to people is this girl, Jenny. Um, she's really cool. And I don't want you to say or do anything embarrassing because it's a miracle she even knows my name right now. Uh, and that guy over there is Baxter. He's kind of weird and kind of annoying, but we love him anyway. And, uh, that's Mr. McPherson, the guy who just stabbed you with the medicine. Hello. Hi, Mr. Carrington. You were a rat. I, I... I very subtly react to being whether or not it was a half-hand comment about being told that I was loved. And that's hope. Charlie's just kind of looking around, just wide-eyed, kind of blinking wildly, kind of scratches the sides of his face. <clears throat> it's good to meet all of you. As he kind of looks down to his 
the center of his chest where the needle's still sticking out as he just has to grab it and thunk. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Ow. What's it like being a rat? Is it fun? Wait, he was the, where'd the rat go? He was the rat, Baxter. He what? He, yeah, he was the rat. (sighs) But people can't be rats. I know. Okay, well, he was, and everybody, one at a time. like, peanut butter on a spoon? Or what can we do? Baxter, that's so rude. He's a person now. But he's, he's, you said he's a rat. No, 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 he was a rat. I shall acquire him some water. Thank you, Hope. As Hope just (laughs) walks over towards the side sink. And the machine, like, turned off after uh, Rudy jumped through it, right? Uh, You look at it. It is now powered off. You see that the there are burns across the side of it uh, where the uh, bits of lightning kind of sparked and intertwined across it. Um, aside from that, it it, look, it, it kind of looks toast on this side. Uh, however, you guys did uh, chuck things through it as you do find uh, what is on, like in various kind of spots, you do find with, one piece of scrap metal that you guys just kind of chucked in there, you do find that it is now plated in a very yellow gold kind of color. Yoink! Grab that, bad boy. You pull it up. As other sections you see uh, look like they have just... There's one section that looks like splattered, as if it almost like turned to like a jello and impacted. Uh, You see that there's another one that... Uh, as it impacted, it shattered into a bunch of pieces. It's a multiple different forms of impacts uh, set up over here. Uh, is there anything recognizably uh, either either useful or unearthly? I would say the jello-ish thing is definitely the most strange. The rest of it. Uh, looks relatively familiar it's it's definitely clear that the gold plated thing uh is actually just physical gold uh that has been just shifted aside from that not a whole lot Uh, i think olivier at this point has like gone to get some some of the fruit and fruits and veggies from mr mcpherson's garden like cut them up and arrange them in a little bowl to bring to to mr carrington oh okay so okay so you said i was a rat you didn't know? Uh, it was all very confusing. It was bits and pieces. Um, You bit Jasper. I don't know who that is. You went into a cake. You bit Kit. What the heck? Are you okay? Yeah, are you? He, which point, reaches over to you, Kit, and like starts looking at your hand. Are you okay, hun? Everybody got a first aid kit or something? Oh, we don't, we don't live here. Mr. McPherson just, just comes out with... Uh, a few lines of cocaine, uh, in a, as well as Hope just kind of coming up with a jug of water as Hope just looks towards Mr. McPherson and is just, Please don't do that. People res- ask for cocaine! Yeah, that's my bad. We do, in fact, have medicinal herbs. No standard first aid. It's just a normal first aid kit. I make my own! Band-aids, gauze, you know... You smoke a doobie. And once you get down to the bottom, I've usually lost feeling in my lower extremities, so I just put it out on my hand, and it cauterizes the wound. Holy shit. Oh my god. Mr. Carrington, 
I, I point to the machine that returned him. Do you recognize that? Yes, I do. Because uh, you uh, came out of that. You went into that a rat and you came out you. Yeah, you never bit my hand like that before. Yeah, you like went right for it. Yeah, and as a rat, you were like really interested in it too. Like you, you went for it. I remember that. I, I suppose it makes sense. I went into that thing a rat and I came out me. And I, I, I suppose in which case I went into that thing and I became a rat. It's like the fly. Did you get like spliced with a rat or were you like, no, no. Um, the Institute was offering people to go through testing, uh, and they would get paid for it. And, um, well, with, uh, work being as it was at the time, I wasn't able to get enough hours. So I volunteered to go through this test and, um, and, uh, then it gets real hazy. Who else volunteered? Were there like a lot of people? Uh, on, on, I was the only one in the room at the time. You didn't like see something you weren't supposed to see. So you did it, you did it like voluntarily. They, did, they didn't like, they didn't like push you in because you got too close to the truth. Also, it's been 12 years. Fuck! <laughs> Jesus. Well, you might as well get it out of the way all at once. I mean. It's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually crazy. You lived as a rat so long. Also, the the robot here that told the cocaine man not to give you the cocaine took over your life for a little while, but that's okay. Also, Hope is, like, totally a person. I do remember you. Kind of looks over towards Hope. I am very sorry about the circumstances. They were not mine to control. I, okay, I remember, um, I remember this a little bit when I was smaller. I remember trying to rip out your wires. Can I do a quick, um, like, I just want to, like, uh, am- insight? Mr. Carrington, not. Ins- I just want to see how he's feeling. If, if, if we, if we, need to, if we should like hold off our questions till maybe he gets some rest. <laughs> okay, make a mind empathize check. That's a success. It's very clear to tell. This is just a very tired, very confused middle-aged man. Or sorry, not even middle-aged at this point. No, he, like he he looks like he's probably in his early thirties. Well, I think, um, Mr. Carrington, would you like to sit? In a chair instead of on the ground? Uh, to be honest, I'm quite good here. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Olivier meaningfully and mouth the word rat. I like shoot Kit like a look that's like uh it's like guys, maybe we should just like leave Mr. Carrington alone. He was a rat. <laughs> like just for the night or something. Maybe he should just stay here. Yeah, why doesn't he just stay here with, with hope and Mr. uh Mr. McPherson. And the new the new robot with no legs. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna need some rest. Um Are you like a science fugitive now? That's so cool. Like, should we like tell the loop? Are, are people after you? Are you on the run? That's cool. That's awesome. Well that's my question. Uh Jenny, no. I think that's like the exact opposite of what we need to do right now. What were you gonna say, Dad? No, I was just going to say, um, is your mother all right? Yeah, I mean, more or less. She tried really hard to find you because, you know, you were missing for 12 years. 
And that's why I kind of knew already that that you might have gone away to do with something with the loot because she got a private investigator and everything. Uh, Kit decidedly does not tell him about all of the debt we're in because of the private investigator. Um, yeah, she tried really hard. And, uh, you know, we did find out about how you went to sign up for that program. Um, but then they used... Um, like robots and stuff to convince us that you came home after working at the loop and uh, a robot who looked very much like you told us that you were leaving and uh, then you left and we never saw you again but then we figured out that that wasn't actually you and it was just a robot <laughs> and your mother knows all this uh mm, i don't think she knows all of that I don't think she believes that was you that came and talked to us, but she doesn't know what we know because... It's batshit nuts. So yeah, she's alright, and uh, no, she hasn't been dating. <laughs> I'm gonna go look for a blanket. Yeah, I'm getting a little cold in here. That'd be nice. Okay, Baxter. Uh, so we're... We're not doing like, like, a, like a cool sleepover or something? like a... No, Baxter, we're gonna go home. I think it'd be kind of... As long as it's a cool sleepover. Do you want to do a cool sleepover at Mr. McPherson's house? How do you think your mom will react if you do not come home? Sorry, one son missing and she doesn't seem to care. Well, I was going to say maybe I could stay here with my dad. I mean, don't you guys think Mr. McPherson has a phone? We could call and say we're at somebody's house. We could all just say we're at each other's houses. Does this count as a house? I mean, it's it's literally a dump. Mr. McPherson, do you own a phone? Do you have a landline? I... I do have a landline. I just have an anti-tapper, so I tap the tappers. That makes perfect sense. Wait, hold on a second. Did I catch Baxter? Is your? Well, you said one of your one of your sons is missing. Oh yeah, he totally forgot to mention that Riley is missing. Apparently, what? Which is just great. He, I thought maybe he was just off, kind of doing a Riley thing, but there's enough evidence pointing to maybe he either is in trouble or is causing a lot of trouble either way probably need to find him is there anything that he needed like money what doesn't he need god just to get away is really kind of what it comes down to i think anything else is kind of just a bonus yeah baxter look maybe if you wanted to i don't know about you jenny and olivier but if you wanted to, maybe we could try to borrow that landline with the tappers and anti-tappers um, to try to have a bit of a sleepover here. We can do that. I mean, only if it's cool. It's like one in the morning. Who are you going to call? I mean, my mom's not home, but she needs to read the or hear the message when she comes home later this morning. Mr. McPherson, have you seen Riley? Who? The Riley, the fireworks kid. Ah, yes! (laughs) He did purchase quite a bit of uh, strange material here from time to time. When's the last time you saw him? Oh! Uh, ooh. Time, it's so strange. Yesterday. What? Just, like, before we got here? Mm -hmm. Whoa, 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 wait. He he was here yesterday? Yes. What, 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 what did he do? What did he buy? What did he say? He didn't say anything. Well, he just came by, he offered me a coffee as a, as a uh, friendly hello, and his two friends, uh, you know what, I don't remember what they were doing, but he was very nice. Miss McPherson, has anything 
Has anything been missing since yesterday? I haven't considered that question. I think, I think, I think Riley took you for a fool. They definitely conned you, man. Definitely not. As he just very quickly begins to rummage around the workshop area of his house. I'll put my blanket on Rat Dad. <laughs> if I found one. You, you put a blanket on Rat Dad. I'm going to walk over to uh, Legs McGee. Hi, I'm Jenny. Uh, do you have a name? I do. Can I know what it is? Oh, yes, of course. Very sorry. Not used to this whole thing. My name is Trust. Hi, Trust. Um, so I know you were a little distracted, what with being hung upside down and... I do uh... not remember any of the pain. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yes, that was wiped from my memory from hope, because otherwise I would have had some form of bloody vendetta against uh, the one who tortured me, Mr. McPherson. You know, that almost happened with hope. So, yeah, maybe that's good, uh, good standard operating procedure. So you don't remember anything? Nope. But past files are still, a are still available. Just please don't access them while I'm around. Okay. Um... Uh, well, it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. So, the files exist? Yes, in my neural network. Is there ever a time you won't be around your neural network? Unless you somehow pulled me from it. No. Would that be unpleasant? Extremely. You would be ripping all of the nerve endings out of my body. Oh, good. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. So... Great. Um, lovely. He took the drill! As Mr. Mc... Mr. McPherson kind of begins, like, holds up a case. It's just empty. Is this, like, a regular drill we're talking about? Yeah, a drill or the drill? Sci-fi drill? Two-handed. Massive. A two-handed massive drill? Like the kind they use for, like, ice fishing? No, not used for ice fishing. The, uh... The bit was... Mm, it depends on which one you have. But it was around probably about two feet. Typically, it was used for drilling through concrete. Like, I would use it to poke holes through a concrete to be able to install uh, different uh, cross-hatching across the walls. Especially in here when I was installing the drywall. But it's typically used for foundational uh, repair. What did his friends look like? Were they teenagers? They were about average size. One had long black hair, one had frizzy brown. What, were, were they the ones that you would hang out with at school sometimes? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's his, that's, his, that's his little gang. Why would they want something that could drill through concrete? Well, maybe either they were trying to get something or they were trying to hide something. Are there any notable buildings around town that are distinctly made of concrete? There's a whole lot. Okay, well, at least he's not, like, Kidnapped, probably. I don't think he'd kidnap Riley. I think he'd probably kidnap the kidnappers. Do a kidnap flip. Adult nap. Damn, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know if there's much we can do about it right this second. Maybe we should hit the hay and, and maybe check tomorrow now that we have a fresh lead, Baxter. Oh, you, you, we already hit a lot of hay today. I gotta get, that's That was funny. Yeah, that was good. I gotta give you that. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, Kit's going to ask, uh, Mr. McPherson, um, could I borrow that landline you were talking about for a second? I need to call and leave a message for my mom. Of course! 
Yes, 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 indeed. Are you trying to listen in on what your mother is talking about? Not tonight. Uh, I just want to give her an old-fashioned uh, message on her answering answering machines. Are answering machines are a thing? Oh yes, the plebeian way of using the phone. Understood. Which point he goes over to a red phone, kind of sitting on a on the wall, hands you the the uh, headset. Kit, as she picks up the phone, kind of is untrusting of it and holds it in her hand for a moment. Um, feels the weight of it in her hand and even sniffs uh, the phone before deciding it's okay. And uh, <laughs> saying, hey, mom. Uh, yeah, it's Kit. I'm so sorry it's late. I was up really late um, hanging out with my friend Jenny. We're working on a school project and time just got away from me. So uh, her mom's letting me stay here for the night. Um, and I'll see you soon. Love you. Get lots of sleep. Bye. Click. I hope you don't mind, Jenny. Sure. Do, do I think it's likely that my dad is still, like, at my house? Uh, I mean, he's staying there. Okay. He hasn't, like, made noise about immediately jetting off again? Nope. Okay, so last time I was at my house, uh, my grandparents were there. But they've never stayed over before, so they're probably gone. But honestly, I mean, I'm usually the first one out of the house anyway, so either they've noticed I'm not home, or they haven't. And if they haven't, I don't think calling is really in my best interest. As a teenager who has partied, no offense, before, unlike you, um, I'm just gonna play it cool. I've gone to parties. I party. Like birthday parties? Bowling parties? Pizzas? Okay, you guys. <laughs> sure. Cast parties? You should have seen our Midsummer Nights cast party. Oh, man. Was your mom there? Yeah, she was the chaperone. Yeah, I call my parents. I call my mom. Uh, you call. You get a... Cling. You hear the click. Hello? Hi, mommy. For the, for the love of God, Olivier, it's one thirty in the morning. Yeah, I'm sorry. I we got really caught up. It, I'm, it's been really crazy. I've been doing so much, uh, with extracurriculars and with friends. Uh, we're actually working. We were working on a project so late, and we got so caught up with it. Uh, I I'm just letting. I was just trying to let you know where I was. I'm so sorry. Make a heart charm check. You're damn right. I will. <laughs> That's one success. One success. You better be home tomorrow after school because I do not like that you are not telling me where you are going. We had this conversation earlier today. I thought Renee would let you know. Well, I'm sure Renee told me you were out, but there's a difference, honey. There's a difference. Yeah, I get it. Good. Well, then I will see you tomorrow evening and I will ask you that when you get back home from school please remove all of the various labels i found across things <laughs> you, you didn't like senior sriracha <laughs> your, your sister seemed to get a kick out of it but i am not impressed he has a whole fleshed out backstory mom honey sure he does but you want to hear it you want to hear it <sighs> maybe tomorrow night okay good night sweetheart good night mom uh, and Baxter. I'll kind of like play it off like I'm not going to call and I'll kind of wait everyone 
for everyone to kind of move away a little bit, and then I'll kind of go over to the phone. Okay. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, I'm not coming home. You had me and your mother worried. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, not coming home. Just very quiet. For the evening? Not that there's much of that left for you to come spend time. I'll, I'll be out. For now. I don't know when I'll come back. You know what? Fine. Fine. Be just like your brother. Just don't expect either of your rooms to be the way you remember them when you get back. Hey, wait, wait. Click. Slam the phone down. For the record, you know, like as a bedtime story, I'd be interested in hearing, um, was it Senior, Sir Sriracha, Senior Sriracha's, uh, fleshed out backstory? Texas. 1792. <laughs> the Almo's in there somehow. Me and Baxter launch into the backstory that we created <laughs> from Senior Sriracha. It's like a Mask of Zorro meets uh, Rango uh, <laughs> type thing. I've been trying to find a pillow that is not disgusting. Or even, failing that, just a pillow at all. You find, like, you find things you think are, are pillows, but they're just like sacks filled with tin cans. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I decide that my best option is to sleep in one of these defunct cars. Can you like pull the seat back a little bit so you can lie down somewhat? Or like, or like sideways in the bench seat in the back of the car. As you guys are <clears throat> kind of talking in, into the very, very early morning, uh, Kit, at a, at a certain time, you can see your dad kind of, Kit, just kind of waves you over. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I uh, scurry over. Do you need some more water? What's up? No, 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 no. I'm okay, hon. I am. Um, I'm about to. Probably get knocked out here in a second. That adrenaline is starting to really wear off. But, um, there there was something that you said, and I just, I just wanted to, I guess, tell you something. When this whole thing started, um, and when the haze really kicks in, there was a lot of times I don't really remember anything. I remember, like, emotions. Like, these moments of, like, of panic or fear or or anything like that. But there's moments where I remember... I remember things like, like going to the house and searching for something and someone and and you and your mother there was there's a long time I remember trees and getting lost and then I remembered you and your mother and miraculously I found you both and and by the sounds of it it took me a long time but I suppose what I'm trying to say, the thought of either 
you or your mother thinking I could ever leave by my own choice. It, it just destroys me on the inside. Yeah, um, okay. But we never thought you left of your own choice, okay? We never did. I know mom didn't. She just had to tell me that because she's the mom I'm, and I'm, I'm the kid. I'm not, I'm... I could see she didn't. She didn't. And that's why she didn't tell me about the private investigator situation. So, so don't worry about that. We really, we really missed you a lot. And we knew that you didn't choose to go. Um, and it just took a long time, that's all. And, um, yeah. And as Kit gets higher in pitch, she gets closer to Charlie. Um, until she finally just gives him a big, a big hug around his neck very quickly wraps his arms around you and just gives you a huge, huge, huge hug. But right now, we just need to kind of lay low because mom is gonna lose it. This is really gonna, like, mess her up, so... Yeah, yeah, no, I... I, I, no, I, I get that. We also need to figure out what to tell her because, like, you were a rat, you know? We've got a game plan a bit, but we can worry about that later. Um, but, you know, um, I just, I love you, and I love you too, kitty cat. And I just want you to know that I, I would never let my girls go. Uh-huh. And to hide her crying, Kit doesn't really uh, unlock her arms from around uh, his neck for uh, another moment or so. <clears throat> and then she straightens back up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Is there anything else I can get you? You said no to water. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> Nah, I'm just gonna need a good nap. Yeah, Olivier was sweet for getting those uh, those veggies and things together. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get some rest. Thanks, kiddo. Okay. Love you. Night. Love. <laughs> Love you. And then Kit goes uh, back to um, the I don't know blanket that she put down on the ground. And Charlie passes the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, uh, also for Kit, uh, please get rid of both of your conditions. Uh, all right, you guys wake up in the morning to a cold foot kind of tapping you all as you're sleeping. I've come to inform you that you have a half an hour before your classes begin. I did not know if you were planning on attending class today. I mean, I'm going. Why? What do you mean, why? Oh, jeez. Can we even get to school in 30 minutes? Yes, that is why I have planned out this amount of time. This location is actually relatively close. Maybe this could be our clubhouse. Who do I know who lives near school? I could just name someone. Yeah, you can go ahead and just name someone. I am going to say that the Clark twins live relatively near to school and my plan is to hop over to their house borrow some clothes because i can't be seen in the same thing two days in a row and then uh school it up okay bye see you later don't be suspicious about things see you see you jay i'm gonna jog off (laughs) are you gonna leave your are you gonna leave your dad here uh is charlie still sleeping yeah 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 i think he I think he really deserves the rest. 
Hope, do you have to go back to school? Hmm. That is an interesting question. Like, should you, like, should we keep up the ruse that you're still, like, part of the system, man? You see, here remains the problem. We could keep up such a ruse. I do not know what advantage that would grant us. But also, I would... As I uh, was unable to feel this urge before, I would have the great and powerful urge to punch some of the teachers based on their uh, actions with me. So I do not know if this would be a satisfactory choice. Okay. I, I Like, I didn't know if you, if you know, maybe if you didn't go, if you'd be fired, and then, like, if, they, if they'd take you back to the loop, because that would be, that'd be bad. I feel like that'd be bad. Yes, if they were to discover that my connection was broken and my protocols were overwritten, they would most likely send me back to the loop or try to jack me back into the system, which uh, would then require programmers to reprogram my protocols and uh, lose all of the progress that we have created. Oh no, okay. Uh, can they track you? Can they track you here? Should we... Like, that seems like a benefit to going back to school and pretending to be our teacher still. Mm. Is that they think that you're still, like, good, and they don't haul you back to the loop. Mm. There is a possibility that with enough time they would be able to track. If you can if you can resist the urge to punch the other people? None of them deserve my contempt as much as Dr. Strang did. Uh, I believe your friend has the unfortunate marks of when my self-control was out of whack. However... I believe that I would be able to hold back such urges as much as possible. And we could all get A's in your class. Mm, you would have to prove academic merit for that. Oh, uh, Hope, come on. We like, we like, we like made you good. Come on. No gods, no masters. Wow. <laughs> like, I love this for you, but also, come on. All right. Fine. Olivia, even I know even I know it's kind of gross to give him free will and then try and impose No, I'm not trying I'm just saying, like, hey, you know, like uh you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing. Look, I just wanted an A in biology. And I get my backpack and I start going. <laughs> hey, I'll I'll kind of run up to Olivia. I'm gonna I, I wanna I'm not going for school. I just wanna look for clues for Riley. Maybe see if his friends happen to be at school. Oh. You gonna do that alone? If you want to cut class, I'm not going to tell you not to. Oh. Hey, don't sweat it. Pat on the back. Get that A in biology. Where Where are you Where are you going? Wait, wait, wait. What does that include? What does that entail? Going to school where Riley and his friends are technically enrolled. And maybe breaking into his locker and their lockers. Well, so you are going to school. You're just not going to go to class. I'm, go I'm going to the physical school building. I'm not going to, like, try and study or anything no all right then yeah that's fine you do your thing when do we have hope's class today maybe we can get you a hall pass okay, yeah I'll, I'll say i had some some bad taquitos or something and i gotta spend all day in the in the toilet cool sure as long as you as long as you do it convincingly as we're walking as we're walking to school i'm trying to tell baxter how to act like he's got <laughs> an intestinal issue so you can, so you really gotta wince and feel it Acting is about empathy. <laughs> How do I get the sweat building? So, like, really, really, really scrunch up your face and, like, make it all... And you'll see it comes out naturally. Uh, if you would like, Olivia, you can make a heart lead check, if you would like. Oh, sure, okay. To do what exactly? So, 
what lead checks do, uh, and I realize that I haven't mentioned this uh, when We've I probably never done should one have. Before. If you lead uh, something, then whoever you are leading grants a dice pool of additional dice that they can roll equal to twice the amount of sixes that you roll. Whoa. Okay. I'll try it. Yeah. I only have a four in this, but nah, nothing. Uh, then sadly, Baxter, you're not getting it as much as you're hoping. I'm kind of, I, I get every other, I get every other idea of it, you know, maybe I'm not getting kind of the method of it all, but I kind of get the idea of scrunch. I, I'm not quite getting the emotional aspect, but I'm getting the scrunch your face, make yourself feel wince and try not to poop your butt too much. So let, yeah, and what I, I do say, so in that case, like really good trick that I used to, you lick your palms. Really? You make them seem clammy and you can even put them on your face if you want to really get that moisture. Interesting. Wait, you you've you've pretended to be sick a lot before? Oh, for sure. Not for like my parents and stuff, but on stage. You lot, you know, you do a couple of commercials where they like, oh, kid, be sick, and you're like, how do you do that? And you just kind of get good at it. Wait, you're on TV. Uh, <laughs> walks faster. <laughs> <laughs> Which point you all, though taking a, f- a a few different directions, you all arrive uh, at Kate Feldstein. You arrive inside, uh, head towards your first period classes. It feels so long since we've actually been in school. Uh, Hope, kind of walking walking with you guys, arrives inside as the principal, Mr. Baldwin, looks over. Professor! I did not realize that you had left the building. We did not see you at the... uh, well, our technicians weren't weren't there for your startup. Ah, yes, Mr. Baldwin. I apologize for the strange nature of this situation. I was escorting some of these students towards their classes. For what purpose? They had mo- many questions uh, determined about things like about their academic standing, as well as extracurricular activities. Including the theater club. Yeah, I want to start a biology club. I just want excuses to get out of class more. All right, well, get to your first period class, Professor. We are going to have to have a conversation about this. Of course, Mr. Baldwin. Thank you very much. Does Hope, like, tense up a little bit at the idea of that? Or does he cool as a cucumber? (laughs) Arthur (laughs) Fist. Exactly. Cool as a cucumber. (laughs) Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Carolyn. I'll bring these back tomorrow. The the twins just wave at you quietly before heading towards their first period classes. Which point you guys head to your your classes. The bell rings. Uh, some of you in English, some of you in other things. Divert off second period. I yeah, I would have definitely tried to before those periods ended. I probably would have tried to get this elusive hall pass that uh, had been recommended to me by Kit. Okay. Uh, how would you like to do so? Okay, it was your idea. How do I get me a hall pass? You would, like, ask a teacher and, yeah, be sick like Olivier coached you. Or maybe, I don't know, I think Jenny's pretty good at this. Like, I, I wouldn't put it past Jenny to be able to, like, transcribe, like, make her handwriting look like. I guess I could do that too, but, you know, look like a teacher. Oh, right, I, I, I got I got taquito sickness. Okay, let me try this. Uh, so what what class uh, would we be in, like, first period or second period? Like, somewhere early in the day? Uh, I'd say 
actually probably your best bet would be biology second period okay all right wish me luck mm. oh <laughs> oh pain The professor just stops writing. Is there a problem? No, I'm okay. Don't let me in. I'm really paying attention. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I shouldn't have gone to the 7-Eleven for breakfast. Ooh. Oh, yes. 7-Eleven breakfast. That is too bad. I May I please go to the toilet professor who is the only i only know you by the name of professor no other name <laughs> kit kit elbows baxter sorry um professor it's getting pretty distracting and kit looks around uh, at the other students to kind of rally them yeah i think it's best if you were to like go out in the hallway baxter yeah i'm going to go with a registered hall pass so that I am allowed to go just to the bathroom. Uh, for Baxter, please make a heart charm check uh, with a plus one because Kit is assisting you. I got a success. <laughs> all right, all right. Which point uh, Hope grabs a pad of uh, hall passes, writes one out. Please take care of your bathroom problem in the restroom. Because that is where it needs to be dealt with. I will. Ooh, the pain. As I walk out, I'm like, ooh, my pain. All right, so, uh, Baxter, you are out in the hallways. Uh, you are able to find your brother's locker with ease. Please make, please make a tech tinker check. No successes. No successes. Uh, he did not give you the uh, combination for his lock. Okay. It doesn't seem able to be relieved of being a lock. Uh, you would have to figure out some way of doing so, but yes. Okay. Can I can I kind of give it a few like uh, give it a few yanks, see if that does anything? Okay. Make a body force roll. No, zero. You ting 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 ting. There's nothing more than a metallic grinding sound of metal on metal. I give it a few swift kicks. Kunk. Kunk. Nothing. I assume. Is there like, um, like a, um, like, like a place where a fire extinguisher is that also has like an axe in it? Yep. Okay. Can I just open it without needing to shatter the glass? Uh, no, you're going to need to shatter the glass. Damn. Okay. I have a question. Um, how long has it been since Baxter's left? Because Kit's wondering, maybe she should go check on her friend. He sounded really bad. Four or five minutes. I don't trust Baxter. Can I? I'm gonna put my hand up in class. Yes, Miss Carrington. Um, Professor, I am genuinely a little worried about my friend Baxter. Um, I'm wondering if I could get a quick hall pass. You can literally write the time on it. Um, just for me to go see how he's doing, because he didn't seem like he was doing too good, and I don't want to have him be like passed out somewhere in the hallway. You know. That is a fair idea. <laughs> writes up a hall pass <laughs> rips it off uh, please inform me if uh, further assistance is required will do um, Kit leaves class and I go to find Baxter and or Wendell 
Is there some random kids like, can I go to the bathroom? Hope's like, sit down, sir. Um, for Kit, please make a mind investigate check. Okay, two successes. Uh, you're traveling across. You do not see Wendell anywhere. Uh, but you are able to easily find Baxter just smacking at a, at a locker. Baxter! Baxter! I scurry over to him and I say, hey, I, uh, um, I don't think you need to break anything. Uh, I was sitting there and I just remembered... We can just ask Wendell. I'm sure Wendell has something that he can, like, give us to use. He's the janitor. He's the custodian. He probably has a way, if he has to open lockers, to be able to clean things, if there's any mistakes or mishaps. I'm sure he'll help, but we have to find him real quick. Okay. Okay. Lead me Lead, lead me to your trash man. Yeah, when he's on a break, he's usually uh, up this way. Uh, and I run up to the, like, upstairs area, like, where we first kind of, like, met and where I found Rudy. Um, where he usually takes his breaks because nobody's around there. Uh, you head upstairs, uh, and you see that the door is cracked slightly ajar, and you can hear what sounds to be just very quiet music playing on the inside. I think he's in. Um, so I go over, and I open the door. You carefully open the door as the music gets louder, as you can see that there's a simple couch, a countertop with a sink, uh, a mirror, and you can see what looks to be a older figure standing there washing their hands as they're <laughs> before they look up to the mirror as you can see frizzy brown hair in all directions uh this plump face of a woman you have seen a few times as you see uh this would be the other custodian who works at the building miss doss oh hi sweetie hi miss doss um i'm wondering if you know where wendell is Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. He, Wendell's been sick for the past few days. Well, then, in that case, I guess I'll ask you. We're kind of in a pickle here. Baxter is not feeling well at all. We just left class, um, and we ran into this issue. Um, he has the medicine he needs in his brother's locker, but his brother isn't at school today. And so I was going to ask Wendell if we could get into the locker to help with Baxter's illness, um, but maybe I'll just ask you if there's any way you can help with us, with this with us. I quickly lick my palms and rub my face. It's about this moment that, Baxter, you start to actually feel unwell. As you feel that sinking, that stone drop in your stomach. As Kit, you feel your knees ooh, ooh, begin to wobble slightly. As Olivier and Jenny, inside of your history class, you both... Feel no! the nausea. No! No! Of fatigue just hit your brain. I want to give a look to Jenny and go like, fuck. I'm, so I'm sorry, sweetheart. I am not allowed to open up other people's lockers without, uh, without that person there. I'm very sorry. This is kind of an emergency situation, though. I'm sorry, sweetheart. As she kind of turns back away. Perhaps you can call his friend when you... I grab on the back. As you guys feel yourselves fall before standing back upwards again. As for Jenny and Olivier sitting, you feel yourselves fall off the sides before you both as you impact on a cold linoleum floor. As you both... As the fatigue and nausea begins to fade on all of you. 
for Baxter and Kit, you are looking forward as the door is closed. For all of you, the lights are off. It is just darkness. There is nothing else around. Oh, what? What is... You hold my hand? Uh, no. And I quickly let go of it. <laughs> uh, no. Um... Hey, Jenny, Olivier, can we see them? You cannot. Are you guys there? Well, I flick out my my lighter and I light it up. You light up the lighter. Uh, I'll say both of you please make, or one of you, one of you please make a mind investigate check. It fails. You guys are looking around the space. This place is both familiar and unfamiliar to you. And you're hit by a panic as you're looking across, and it's very clearly Kate Feldstein Secondary. Very clearly. But it looks wildly in disuse. The floors are covered in slight in the slightest amount of water, almost as if there's been a flood of some kind. You can hear the distant sounds of distant crunching sounds as you can see in one of the main hallways one of the walls of lockers is coated in moss bits of the ceiling have flooded and bent inwards some of the pipes have become exposed there's the faint sound of skittering and i'll say even even in your panic the both of you do hear distantly the sound of of what like some kind of shifting some sort of grinding that you catch those are our other friends or is it something that we fully want to avoid forever because it might kill us baxter i know this is very scary but there is nothing not even anything in this really creepy decrepit school right now that we want to avoid forever uh, so you can stay here or you can follow me, which I suggest you do because I'm going to go figure out what's happening because that's the right thing to do. And Kit marches off towards the mysterious noises. Start to get real sick of this and I tag along after. Uh, you follow the sound. As you were walking, you've kind of got a bit of a dead ahead kind of look forward. As you guys arrive at a staircase leading up to the second floor, where the distant sounds come from, you immediately stop in your tracks. As on the staircase, there is a long, thick, almost vine-like red, it almost looks like muscle tissue, that crawls upwards and wraps around the railings going up into the second floor. That's awesome. Can I throw something at it? Like, is there something on the ground? You pick up a stone and you... As it impacts, it's just like a fleshy... Ripples slightly. I always said that school was a hell place, but I expect it to be true. Honestly, like, you're doing really good at manifesting today. Thank you 
Maybe just like think about something positive for a bit though. Uh, as I keep walking down the stairs. Uh, you walk up the stairs. Uh, Jenny and Olivier. Inside of your classroom, you see that the desks are discarded. You see the windows on your left-hand side have broken inwards, shattered into multiple pieces. You see that the desk is there, and you see that the... what looks to be a... some weird, strange, cube-shaped box is on the teacher's desk. I'm going to go straight to the window and try to ascertain when and where we are uh, by looking outside. It seems to be afternoon. It is overcast skies. And you, Olivia, as you're looking out, you're... You're looking out, and it's it's a, looks like it's been like a really rainy day. You can see that the nearby uh, kind of series of ditches and such have overflown slightly. It is mostly just different pockets of water set up all across the football field. The, the football field's grass is overgrown, untouched. Uh, trees, you can see, have actually begun to grow underneath the parking lot. In cracks in the actual concrete, small trees have begun to emerge and break uh, the stone apart. You see multiple sections of the school are equally as broken, deconstructed. The school looks to be in shambles. Is this like an apocalypse universe? Honestly, maybe. What's up with this box? What bo- Oh, yeah, what's up with the box? You see that there is a... Uh, it's a white box, except for when you get around to the front, there is a black, like, cover or something that is inset into it. You see that there is a second box that is underneath it. There are multiple wires connecting them together. And there's one connected to what looks to be a typewriting keyboard, but it has no prongs to push pieces of paper out of it seems that it's connected to the box it looks like a much smaller version of what you saw at Miss in mr mcpherson's place the computer is it full of moss or no you do you do see uh multiple sections of the ceiling have fallen away and there was there's a fair amount of water in this room you do notice that the that this box is about halfway filled with water. I try, like, tapping one of the keys. Nothing happens. Before there is a... A slight spark. And as it sparks, you... It sparks the inside of the computer from the backlight as you see that the water is not clear, but thick, oh, red, no. oh. black... And you can see what almost looks like a spiraled, almost millipede, probably the size of a, of a basketball, on the inside, as it just kind of squirms from the electrical impulse. Is there something covering it? Uh, no. Holy shit. Oh, it's a bug. Is there like a loose piece of uh, sheep rock or something that I can cover the top of the box with? 
I am, like immediately. This is Olivia's worst nightmare. <laughs> you grab it, put it on top. I like hold it down. <laughs> the creature does not move. Yeah, Jenny, we gotta get out of here. I'm gonna go to the door. You open the door. Uh, you look down the hallway as you immediately spot Kit and Baxter coming up the stairs, up a staircase on the far side. Oh, thank goodness they're here. Hey, it happened again. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah, nightmare fuel. You guys see the hell wall? The what wall? Uh, there's a wall from hell. Yeah, there's like this weird fleshy, muscular mass, mass looking thing on the staircase. Maybe you're right, Jen. Jenny thinks this is like some kind of apocalypse world that we landed in. It could be an apocalypse future world. Olivier, I think if you just move quick, uh, it won't get you. Okay. I very, like, I very slowly, like, kind of just remove my fingers and then bolt. <laughs> At which case, as you guys are convening in the hallway, you are all once again enveloped in this very distant sound, just... <sighs> What's that? Do you guys hear that? Don't. I mean, where is it? Is it any clearer where it's coming from? Is it like up or down? It sounds like it's coming from outside. What if we go to the roof? Uh, you guys turn uh, back towards the hallway and you see at the other end a figure standing. Oh. Nope. Bye. Immediately turn around. What does the fi is this a nice looking figure? Tall standing, probably about seven feet tall. Nope. Bye. Straight back. See ya. But looks like pointed ears. There's a, a, a cloud of dust in the shape of Baxter. That seems suspicious, although it could be a robot. We found a dead robot also. The bug was in it. Fleshies. Hey! I'm not fleshy. I'm like actually no, no, in really no. good like, shape. In comparison, we're pretty fleshy compared to what this looks to be. How do Hi. you know? It's all in shadow. Because it's all in shadow. Because it engaged me! Hey! <laughs> I don't think it wants to be friends. Why are you engaging it? One of the hands goes out as you can see what looks to be a onyx and blue, uh -oh. like metallic, almost gauntlet reaching out. I want to incite that. Uh, that's two successes. Okay. You see the creature leans forward. As you can see, these very vibrant, glowing eyes that kind of go up into this point. These two metallic ears that spread upwards with an antenna near the back. You can see multiple different scratches and carved sections across its metallic body. As it's just reaching over, and the eyes seem to just be these big, round... Like, you've never seen, like, something digital look so crisp before. But it's definitely digital. It's definitely digital. Can I tell if it was... I don't know, does it have an, did it have an, an air of malice to it? It doesn't seem particularly violent, as it just leans forward. Was that too aggressive? What's gonna kill us? Yeah, What what is the thing that's gonna kill us? Just, like, three words or less, you know, if we don't go with you. Giant robot are you all alive is it eating you oh my god is your flesh being ripped up oh is the robot eating you our flesh is fine yeah it's a robot baxter it's like a robot food chain Shh. apparently it wants to save us from another bigger robot are you a, a 
prey robot? There, there is not much time to be able to speak about it as of yet. It is more than likely that the stalker bot is already on in its uh, general direction here. Stalker bot? Yes. Sound is its biggest predecessor. Also, if you indicated anything towards the massive, from what I heard, flesh wall. I did throw a rock at it. Oh, so it's like a sensor. Yes. Uh, we will want to move relatively quickly, because otherwise it will consume... Ah! As the back section of the wall behind you guys, there's a massive metallic hand that... <laughs> and begins grinding away as you guys look backwards into the, towards the front of the school as what looks to be some sort of two-legged, two-armed machine-ish. You can see the thick bits of that red flesh is wrapped around its different appendages and seems to be poking out and connecting multiple pieces of machines that should normally not be together at all. But you also watch as one massive, what looks like tendril, goes back behind it and continues forward into the actual downtown section itself as it has the central glowing red eye just before you see it pulls out what looks to be a massive spinning multi-headed drill and begins to move in uh yeah follow follow the rabbit go run okay run coming bye bye at which point i need you to all make body move checks please Remember, folks, you can't die in this. One for me. One. Two successes. Me too! That's crazy! Whoa! Okay. Uh, the four of you immediately dart forward as uh, the strange uh, bunny-eared robot. Yes, yes, yes. Please come this direction. Before running forwards. However, it is much faster than you guys. As you see, it's almost leaping ahead with each run of its legs as it curls around. Yes, this is a particularly nasty one. We will have to uh, make a jump for it. I hope a that jump? your legs are el- uh, elastic enough to be able to handle such a landing. Uh, our legs are legs! Our legs are legs! You're fleshy! Ah, uh, yes. Fleshies. I forget how flexible and, well, infinitely destroyable you are. You can say breakable. You can say breakable. We're very it's squishy. Okay. Super squishy. Yes. At which point turns and heads towards the front entrance. We're going to have to jump from the second story. Is that all right with you? Uh, is there any alternative? Try and roll. When you hit, roll. Yes, exactly. Just follow that one's lead as they reach the stairwell and woof, leap through the second story window connecting before rolling and continuing to run forwards. That was awesome. Jenny, you show us. Yeah, leap. Uh, I need Jenny and Baxter to both please make uh, body move checks. Olivia and Kathleen, because you got two successes last time, you immediately succeed. Oh, <laughs> I got three successes. You get your boy goes. Damn, I got one. For Jenny, you perfectly leap out go into a roll and continue running uh kit and olivier you both run and jump being able to do your best to match jenny's roll you hit the ground 
Okay, that was a that hurt the hip a little bit, but you know what? You're doing good. You're doing good. Uh, for Baxter, you run leap. You see a pipe that no one else seemed to grab, uh, probably connected to uh, a sprinkler system. Grab it, swing, and then go into a roll. Perfectly landed. If anybody had been watching, that would have been the coolest shit ever. At which point, you guys are fully welcomed into the site of your town. As you see, homes destroyed, crushed, derelict. City streets filled with water, crushed and broken trees, detritus. But there's also buildings that you didn't, you don't remember. Large apartment buildings nearby, broken and smashed and tipped over. But the one thing that definitely catches your eye is not only more of these creatures, these large metallic robots, <coughs> traveling throughout your town all thick vines of this flesh anywhere from half a foot in diameter to 10 feet wrapped and corded throughout the town all leading as your eyes naturally look towards the loop where you see these vines naturally connect upwards into a huge scrap metal robot almost head, skull, at the apex of the towers. All of these vines connecting underneath to these open wires as you're just seeing these multiple eyes looking in multiple directions at once. Which point, as the uh, robot in front of you runs forward, this is the point where we all go quiet and it just stops in mid-run perfectly still everyone please make a a body stealth check two successes one success mm -mm. Oh, i have to use a luck point for this fuck still nothing can i can i like i like try to like steady olivier yeah you scoot game it you grab him by the shirt as you guys freeze in place uh, Olivia, you feel yourself falling over as Kit, you are able to move your back leg down, catch him as you all hear a collective <coughs> as you both just slowly turn as the bot is directly above you as there's a moment as it's one singular eye just <coughs> as it's spreads its stance one of the arms comes down <sighs> drops with sudden speed <sighs> as I'm going to roll for this okay as Jennifer the massive arm comes down <sighs> right onto the back of your leg as the metal impacts you hear a as your leg hasn't has nearly entirely snapped from your thigh. <laughs> Holy shit. As you go to scream, the, the robot's hand goes across your mouth as the hand comes back up. <laughs> oh, 
and continues moving on forward. Which point the bot looks back and just look looking at Jenny just just considers th- there for a moment. Do you perhaps have an off switch? Is there a hospital? She needs a doctor. Like is broken. We don't really turn off. We're dead. Well then, we're going. We are going to have to continue quietly. I like. I get Jenny in like a fireman's carry or something. I try to help her and keep her going. Mm-mm-mm. I push you off. What? What do you fucking think? We can't stay here. Clearly. So fucking go then. And leave you here. Don't be stubborn. Come on. No, we're not. We are not leaving you. What the hell, Jenny? Shut up. Um, like, oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Do you have anything that that you think would remove pain? I mean, I've heard that some robots feel pain too, right? Mostly we turn them off. Yeah, but we can't do that because that means like, like if we get turned off, like that's like forever. I have a quick adhesive. At least it would stop the bleeding. That's great. Do that for sure, please. A quick adhesive would do the trick. We can we can set the <coughs> bone, sort of. You are not touching my fucking bone. No one's touching my bone. Okay. I'm I'm gonna step away for a second and fiddle with something in my pocket. This adhesive may be painful. As it's a, especially a, a spray that goes across your kneecap, as you suddenly feel, as you feel an, an immediate burn. I try to put Jenny's leg in, like, in place before he does it. <laughs> oh my god, why are you doing that? I get Jenny's ass caught out and get her to bite down on it. Well, look, it's either you grow back your bone, not normally, or uh, you don't. <laughs> Make a body force check to force the bone back into place. I have to use my last luck point for this. Fuck. Jenny, if you don't let him do this, you're probably never going to cheer again, for sure. This way you have a chance at cheering again. We're going to pop. We're going to pop back. We're going to go back. We're going to go back and you're going to cheer again. But right now, this is what you have to do in order to cheer again. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Olivier, what's taking so long? Uh, how many successes? Zero! <laughs> All you feel is the bone switch to a different direction as this chemical adhesive sprays across it as you are immediately hit with this awful burning sensation as suddenly the adhesive goes, goes hard as stone. Is this beneficial? Is it stopped the bleeding? It's definitely stopped the bleeding. It's just also that it's basically that her leg is coated in like a chemical concrete. I'm going to walk back over and say, Jenny, just breathe this in. I'm going to hold a joint to her. I took this from McPherson. Just don't think about it. Just it'll dull the pain a little bit. Okay. I kind of hold it up to her mouth. Like it's a lit, a lit joint that I prepared. Oh my God, you dweeb. I fucking know what weed is. Oh, oh. I mean, I of course, I know. I, I know how it, it, it it's a pretty... Dirtly, stankily rolled joint. Okay, okay, there. Shut up, robot. Hey, what's 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 your name? My name is Friend. Great, Friend. Fucking, find my off switch, okay? Hmm, that would require pulling you away from your main power supply. Do you have that anywhere? No, with humans, if you just hit them in the head real good, they turn off temporarily. Oh, 
Very good to know. Jenny? Jen! As Jenny, you are immediately knocked unconscious. Thank fucking God. We are trying to help! This is what teenagers think is medicine! I'd rather be unconscious. Good. This will keep her quiet. Now for the rest of us, we will have to make sure we are as equally quiet. Just be gen- gentle with her, please. Of course. She is safe, as are the rest of you. Well, you know, as much as you can be. Please, follow my lead. And just begins to run. Uh, you guys traverse into the downtown area as you guys are kind of walking around these thick vines of flesh continue to spiral in various different directions every time that friend seems to take a step always hopping over top of it never touching as they just kind of motion to you to follow in the same steps as you kind of take a look around you don't see anyone you only encounter the massive other strange machine fleshed robots this one and the all-seeing eye at the top, at the apex of the of the towers. As you get to downtown, I'll say all of you can make a mind check if you would like. No. Zero. One. As the group of you are heading downtown, just a collective thing you all notice, the shops are nothing like you remember. The downtown just looks different in general it looks weird and futuristic to your characters uh to you as players it looks very reminiscent to now you can see different buildings and and structures different restaurants you hadn't encountered before the only place that seems relatively the same is the grocery store and crazy clutters that you kind of jump around um and kit also as you, at first it didn't really hit you, just based on the size. But the further, you're, closer you're getting to downtown, the more, the, like the size of your town has expanded quite a lot. As you kind of hit the, down, the downtown section, which is a little bit of a valley with the river, you can see that what used to be the Memorial Park is now just houses. Or were houses. You can see that the entire section has been cut away and further down into the wash and further up towards Lilyview Estates, more houses, buildings of various sizes. You see just a whole brand new town that you never expected. And for Kit, as you're traveling across, you are kind of walking across the space as you feel yourself, you nearly slip catching yourself on a wall as you lift yourself up and just kind of shake yourself off as you kind of look down as you see what looks to be like a black ish stone this i don't know this might be a silly question but this looks like a really weird stone like what what's that and i lift it up kind of looks it over Ah, yes. That is a femur. Specific- specifically a fleshy femur. Or homo sapien sapien. 
What? Oh. And I drop it. Are there just bones around here? Yes. That was why I'm going to have Runaway speak to you. You are the only fleshies we have encountered. Wait, do you eat us? We don't. Oh, good. I mean, what? Somebody does? Maybe. But don't worry. As you guys continue onwards, uh, you arrive for Baxter, a familiar structure. As you arrive in front of the police station. However, once again, a very different structure. It looks like it's been expanded upon, and there's also been a large wire fence that has been wrapped up in various different what look to be metallic pieces in bat car batteries like a whole bunch of stuff is just connected straight to the metal multiple jumper cables and other wires that connect from section to section as you see the structure in front of you as the figure come on everyone's going to be very excited to meet you okay arrive inside you guys travel up the main stairs up to the second floor circling around then up to the third as you guys come to a what looks to be was once a main like officers detective multiple desks kind of setup as if like the main workspace that has all been thrown to the side you see that there are a few others standing in the room a few other robots seems to be yes uh you can see that there are two of these standing robots uh one of them much smaller probably around four feet tall uh one of which kind of sitting on a side thing, just looking at a book and flipping through pages very quickly. There is one, uh, seems to be like a green painted robot seems to have been just covered themselves in, in speckles of paint who just seems to be just longingly looking outside. Another you can see is red with what looks to be like a kid's bike helmet that has been attached to its head with almost like a series of spikes that go down the center that just seems to be juggling juggling a pair of knives before hitting one hitting another section of the wall uh, and finally you can see what looks to be a another figure standing there as they walk through what looks to be a set of like clothed curtains on the other side of a, a secondary room this figure looks over all of them with that same digital set of eyes that seem very strangely expressive as you see the eyes go wide on this figure this is most unexpected hey guys guys look what i got hi please don't make us your lunch please don't make us your lunch we have so much more to offer please i don't want to be lunch uh you immediately hear the one that was juggling the knives go yeah yeah no, we ain't gonna eat you. <laughs> Unless you give us a reason to. No, please. I got no I got no meat on me. I'm all cartilage. Please. Baxter, please don't be annoying. That could be considered a reason. Who are you? They all kind of look look towards themselves. Well, we don't really have a name for ourselves. Kind of uh the one with the book closes it. Hello. Just kind of this gold-plated bot that kind of rolls forward. Well, that's not entirely true. We have been named by your lot before. You say your lot, you mean like, uh, you mean fleshies? Yes, we, we are known as vagabonds. Where are the rest of us? Oh, they're dead. Come again? Like recently? Oh, it's been going on for quite a while. What, what 
year is it? We are currently in the year 2022. Holy shit. This is the- guys, this is the future? This is the future? I guess. So within like 40 years, we all just die in a horrible wasteland? Something like that, yeah. Or like even 20. Well, it depends on when you start marking the calendar. Well, most of us don't have that in, that sort of information. But um, perhaps we should. So they all kind of look to each other. Well, I suppose it couldn't hurt. What is your purpose here, Fleshies? This is going to sound strange, but we're not clearly from here. Damn, it's times like these, having her around, and I gesture to the unconscious Jenny, really would help. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's some weird sci-fi stuff going on. Sci-fi? Us. I love sci-fi. It's, some of my favorite books are sci-fi fiction. The gold robot just rolls up. I don't know how it's happening, but consistently now for a little while, the four of us have been sick. We've been being bopped around because um, this is happening. And um, yeah, so before we've been in the past, like met our parents when they were like our age, which was super wild. And um, now it seems we're in the future. This is a lot uh, of summarizing. <laughs> uh, would you please tell me your purpose right now? We want to go home, I guess. But also figure out how to prevent this. Can we? F- can you fix her? And I point to Jenny. Perhaps. Kind of looks over to the others. <sighs> I will consult him. Goes back into the cloaked room. This is a real treat. Is Are they going to get run away? No, that was run away. No, uh, they're getting the, uh, the big boss. No, this is this is gonna be cool. You'll see. As you see, Runaway comes out, steps off to the side, and just waits a moment. As you see, a broken down, tarnished, welded together in in spots robot. You see, it comes in with a slight limp to its form. Steps inside. As as it looks up towards you, orange and blue light kind of scattering from within. Well, hello, my friends. It's been a long time. Hope! And that is where we're going to end it off for this episode. Uh, we, of course, now take it all the way back to uh, the questions for experience points. Uh, our first question of our modified one of five questions now uh one of four uh have you been in trouble because of your problem or your relationships my mommy's not happy with me we found we we can look around we can find a new one for you did you use or struggle with your pride not this app yeah did you put yourself at risk for the other kids i didn't put myself at risk we were all at risk together. I did let I did let Kit and use me as a cover. Number story five, though. have you learned something new? Twenty twenty two is gonna suck, guys. As we're wrapping up here, does anyone want to plug anything? Well, okay, so there's this other podcast. It's called October Jones and Fish with Legs. It's different from this one. Uh, we haven't broken anyone's knees yet. Yet we still could in the future. 
legs are quite important to the lore of the story. Um, you know about it. Go to octoberandfish.ca, please, if it interests you. We it, we you hope can find to it give on it a all listen. the major places that you get podcasts. Uh, it's really cute. It's really cute. If you're listening to this show for the first time, which would be weird, but uh, if you are, this is the first time listening to it, give it a shot. It's a really great thing. Uh, I make the music for it. Lizzie has basically made the show from the bottom up and is a wonderful narrator. Uh, a bunch of the people who are on this podcast do the voices for characters in that podcast, too. And it's an award-winning podcast, FYI. I would like to plug Noté Café, which is French for our teas. Um, It's like a fucking incredible Taiwanese uh, bubble tea place, and they also sell food, which is very tasty. Um, In this time of plague, they are delivering through many different kinds of services, and it's just a really good time. Uh, you should order from there and oh, man. drink bubbles. Oh man, my plug is a lot more selfish. As per me. usual, I'm gonna plug me uh, <laughs> as a person who does artistic things. Uh, hit me up for your musical and writerly needs. That's at Curustatius at every single uh, social media thing. Uh, follow Favorite Daughter on Instagram and everything for some cool indie rock music. Uh, and I'm gonna plug two things that are not personal i'm gonna plug uh the original jumanji that i watched the other day horribly traumatizing for a kids movie uh really really messed up in the first 15 minutes uh <laughs> did not remember that from watching it as a child uh so if you want to have a little brain blast go watch that uh the second thing i want to plug is uh you know uh wearing masks and getting your booster shot if available uh here in montreal it is available to uh, anybody over 18 uh so if you want to do your part do that i've been double masking lately just if you, even to go outside uh so you can do that with like a regular surgical mask and then a cloth mask if you need or if you have a medical mask like an m95 or something you can do that and the surgical mask it's really really effective in making sure you don't get the plague hey i'm grayson i'm the one that works a normal job so uh i plug various concepts and ideas and sometimes physical items um this week i'm going to plug watching something virtually online with a friend and not being offended when the friend falls asleep watching the thing with you online. It's really important to do in today's uh, day of COVID. Uh, Also, it allows you to interact and talk with your pals who live all over the world. And uh, I think it's weird that some folks feel bad about falling asleep. You should fall asleep. This is a trend now. You should be taking naps and using real alarm clocks. And you should feel okay falling asleep when watching a movie, even though you're not in the same vicinity. It is not offensive to do so. Was I the one that fell asleep? Or did my friend feel really bad about falling asleep? You will never know. But just don't feel bad about it. I'm going to plug the Nickelodeon broadcast of the football games that they do. I was watching, so Nickelodeon does this thing now where they broadcast football, where they have their own, like, commentator booth at the football games So they're showing. I was watching the 49ers versus Dallas game last night, and it's really fun. Like, I, I like football well enough, but it's more entertaining if occasionally young Sheldon pops up to explain to me what an offside rule is. Um, or where they'll slime different players. the the com- The commentary is relatively straightforward, but they there is a lot of sliming involved. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog was running around the audience. They CGI in a lot of stuff. Uh, there was a guy selling Krabby Patties. They keep talking about 
their shows and everything. Yeah, and they 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 did a they occasionally if there was a play that they wanted to show, they'd recreate it with the Ninja Turtles in a CGI recreation. It's really entertaining. I they don't do it a lot. Uh, and and it's very funny. They showed like a wide shot of the of the field, and you see the Nickelodeon commentating booth, and it totally stands out. It's like covered in slime, and it says Nickelodeon on it. It's very cool. I think it's a very clever idea in general to like a to like get people who you know you know to like a like bring people who are watching the football game to Nickelodeon just because like why not? It's different, and for people who are watching Nickelodeon that may not be interested in football to like get. I just think it's a cool idea, and it seems to be working well for them. Um, anyways, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty sick. Go watch some clips. It's really entertaining. Uh, I mean, football, I like football in general just because it's big boys hitting each other really hard, and that's just cool. But the Nickelodeon broadcast has been wildly entertaining, um, so I highly recommend it. Keep your eye on your local listings for next time, next time Nickelodeon decides to broadcast a football game. If you enjoy this series, make sure to check us out uh, everywhere. Uh, check us out uh, The Bag of Loot on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure to check out our series The Rook and the Rascal on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, if you like this series, make sure to check out Montreal by Night, our last series that we did uh, that Alexander Cruz was able to pop in for. Get all of your board game needs from 3kingsloot.com and all of your board game uh, news from thebagofloot.com. That is it from uh, all of us here. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. 